Welcome back to the Pastus Prime Podcast. If you were with us last week, then you know already what you're in for. However, if you're new, let me tell you, you're going to want to sit down and strap in for this one. It's going to be a ride. This is Passes Prime Podcast. I'm joined by uh, Zach Dizador, Steve Dizador, Mike Dizador. And we've got a new segment that we're coming up with to start it. And I want to, uh, Stephen, throw it to you. It's called Pass Their Prime. Tell us a little bit about because it. Because this is the Past His Prime Podcast, we, uh, the creators here. By the way, we weren't canceled. We made it back for the second episode. <laughs> yeah. um, by popular demand. The back by the popular back demand. Nine, Ratings were great. Um, yeah. The idea for the, the this idea is weekly or whenever we do this, uh, we'll, we'll we'll discuss somebody who is past their prime, and uh, this week it was pretty obvious to me that uh, Fergie was the the Fergie. one who was past their prime. Did everyone see that? I, I saw it. I feel like it's hard to miss that. To have missed that, yeah. Where yeah. does that rank in the worst national anthems? Like uh, Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr. Who was Carl the guy? Lewis. Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis was bad. Carl Lewis was bad. But she's a professional singer, though. You know, and that's the thing. I mean, I don't want to kill her too much. I know she's got the divorce thing going with Josh Demel, and she's upset still. He's dating somebody new now, but she was... Like, I have to put her worse than Carl Lewis, because Carl Lewis, I think, had an idea that he was bad, because he was like, I'm going to save it with this. Right. You remember, like, Carl yeah, Lewis was like, go, he was like, I, I think I'm going to save it. I yeah, he's like, I'm going to get better. Yep. get better. So he was aware of how bad he was. I think Fergie took a risk and, like... Yeah. What about the tail end of it when, like, five words are combined into one just note that she couldn't, com- like, do? Oh, my God. Yeah, that you know, was... That I've was, never uh, seen players break that much, like, on the side. Oh, God. Every, the players, the, the <laughs> Chance, the Red, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Poor Chris Chance, Rock, Chris Rock, Rock yes. Died. I've never Draymond seen that. Draymond Green? Draymond <laughs> Green. I mean... Laughing is, you know, I mean, nervous laughter. That was just like they were hysterical laughter. Steph this, Curry was trying so hard. Yeah, were they crazy. trying though, or was it that no, bad? I, where I, they were just like, no, I don't think they were to laugh. It was the national anthem we deserve. So it, 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 yes. it, 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 it worked. the state of things right now. But, but yeah, that was. Yeah. I don't know. We're also assuming that that Fergie had a prime. <laughs> and, uh, How dare you? Yeah, I'm sorry, Fergie. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I do love Fergie. I'm a big and, Fergie and, guy. And, and, you know, well, I wouldn't say Fergalicious. I wouldn't say hold on. I wouldn't say a big Fergie guy. I, but right, I, Fergie. I wouldn't say I'm a fan of Fergie. She's good. You're a fan of the Duchess. I liked what the hell is that song? But stumbling, stumbling, because I'm falling in my. I, I mean, I'm a huge, I like that I'm a song. huge Black Eyed Peas fan. My yeah, style was absolutely. Pivotal. I well, I was don't in, fuck with my Black. Black Eyed Peas and I Pootie was the greatest. Yes. was the best member by far. But I, I was there was one song that they didn't. I have no idea. I was I was flicking around. I stopped halfway through, you know, and it was halfway through the song, and I can't remember the names of songs or whatever anyway. But I wish I could remember some of the. I've been trying to figure out the song for five years, and I still can't remember the name of it or where I even saw the concert. It was like "Don't Cry, Baby" in the middle of it. There was like somebody rapping, and she's going in the back like "Don't Cry, Baby" or something like. I can't remember. Uh, I'm like, horrible with lyrics. That probably wasn't I even the lyric. They're all 
they're all just throwaway songs. The Black Eyed Peas. I'm, really? I'm not as adamant. As Are the they Black still Eyed together? Man. The Black Eyed Peas? Or? No. I I don't think they're. I, think I don't they, think they broke up, but I don't think they're. Yeah, right I think there. they just come back whenever they all decide. Like, yeah. will I? Was, am will I? Am they need money? Yeah, when when really. they assemble that super group, you know, magic's going to well, happen. Well, there's going to be a big reunion tour. Obviously, yeah, right. there's right. a big sky of Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, for the Fergie Redemption tour. When well, the national anthem When the inevitable Fergie bankruptcy happens and they need to reunite. But uh, who was who was worse this week? Fergie or Zach on the slopes yesterday? Oh. Zach went skiing Zach yesterday? Zach went skiing. Um, for Olympic gold, he came back from South <laughs> Olympic gold, yeah. right, right. South Korea, he made it all the way back. Uh, Where'd, you go, Zach? Where'd you go skiing yesterday, Zach? I went skiing at uh, beautiful Catamount Mountain. Okay. Uh, which was a dirt patch with some ice on it uh, because of the way the winter was. Not, not a lot of snow, you're saying. Not a lot of snow, a lot of slush. Uh, they call it uh, fresh pow, the, the the skiers and skaters. There was no no fresh powder for me to, to ski down. To show, so you didn't black diamond it? I didn't, I didn't black diamond it. I at best... Uh, he black mirrored it. Yeah, I black mirrored <laughs> it. I, I tried to do my best impression of a Roger Moore James Bond. So. Zach wishes he could have black mirrored it and been like at home, but like on a VR set, and there was a digital version of Zach skiing down Yeah. There. For, for the listeners, I hate basically everything except for staying at home, watching movies, and not being bothered. So <laughs> skiing is really out of my but this is my the first, out of my room. But this isn't the first time you've been skiing. This is this is the third time that I've been skiing, and I'm... So it's the hat trick. It's the hat trick, and I, I, I tried to, to parallel ski. <laughs> I know. Like, is that like parallel... Well, it's pizza French fry, right? Well, there's pizza French fry, which apparently you can't just pizza your entire way down a hill, which would be what I want to do, which that's like you're breaking and not not going You're not building up any speed. Because the thing that people like when they're, like, is ski, going fast down a hill. I don't like the heights, and I hate going fast, so I want to go as slow as possible. Okay. Gently down a hill. Uh And I'm just not, I'm, I'm not there yet. It's, it's still... Pretty, pretty terrifying. I mean, to be fair, there's only a third time. You really yeah, right. you know. So we can't be too hard on you. Uh, yeah, this, I didn't have a successful record. Just getting on the ski record. lift itself is a big challenge. That's terrifying in itself. That's it's, having it's, to jump up to sit with skis on. Is that how it works? Or does it come under? I've never been it skiing. It hits so you in the back of your legs and you sit down and you go up. And I don't like heights at all. Which is the Dizzler downfall. <laughs> right. And, and I, I don't like heights. I, I, I hate heights. But you know what? Mike, I, I thought you were it. okay with heights. No, I hate heights. Didn't you go up to Ninham? I mean, yeah, but like I went up to the top and was like, "All right, I'm go- I'm ready to go down whenever." And I didn't like look over the edge because you know they can't stay super. Like it has to be a little wavy for the wind so it doesn't get knocked yeah. over. But then when it starts waving and I'm up top there, I'm like, I'm, "This thing's coming down." That I'm wasn't the top. only kind of wavy you were up there at, uh, <laughs> no, at Ninham Tower, right, Mike? No, that was after. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Towers, I've done that a couple times. I don't, I don't, I don't like heights at all. But you know what? I I did it. Um, well, for the record, you weren't wavy on top of. No, no, no. I was. I was. <laughs> and I was, you did this because your girlfriend Sandra though likes because she she likes it. That's you know. I do this a, so I won't die she's alone. She's a much better uh, skier though. She's done. Oh this yeah, for yeah. years where she just wants to get you involved in. Yeah, she just wants you out of the house. Yeah, right? basically. Right. Yeah, get some air in your lungs. Yeah, you say okay. Break exactly. So I'd say that uh, Fergie had a prime. I'm just, I'm just getting my legs. So, just getting so grading on the curb, 
Fergie was worse. Uh, yeah, not, not disparaging. Well, she is a trained professional, where Zach is still a nice I really don't know. Is gotcha. the Duchess? Is that that, her that's her nickname. Fergie's nickname is the Duchess because oh, there's what? also the Duchess Sarah Ferguson. Ferguson. So, so that worked out. Okay, I see that. That's from a narrow Duchess community college. Well, she may have. Who knows? She's, 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 that's she's, she's singing, singing a Duchess She's doing her revival Clark Duke is a graduate of Duchess yes, Community College. And arguably, really? I'd say he could do a better national anthem than, I love than Clark Duke. That's actually amazing. Star Predator. Who is? Clark Duke. He's the guy in Predator who breaks the the razor on his really? face when he sees Predator. Clark Did Duke. Did not know that. Clark Duke is a... Is he a, was also... Uh, went to Duchess Community. Duchess Community. Oh I think God. he was in oh National God. Security, I mean, too. That movie amazing. with... Did uh, we ever find out if Michael Imperioli ever went to Brewster High School? Yeah, he did. He did. That, that Michael Imperioli did go to Brewster High School. And he's never been asked to give the... <laughs> he's never given the, He's never <laughs> done the chance pulmonary talk. <laughs> never, never asked to come back there. No. And he's a little bit of a big actor, too. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. This was a couple of years ago now, but he was big. We've I just watched Goodfellas the other night. He still got killed in that movie. Yep. Spider yeah. still. He still, still got killed. Never he is changed. the turning point of that movie. I would say, yes, he's I'd say that's fair. You, you know, the way I look at Goodfellas is I've kind of always looked at it like the letter A in the shape where it goes all the way up and then it goes like... Like, it's perfect symmetrical. If the movie has perfect rising action, basically all the way to that point, and then boom, it's just totally downhill from there. Oh, yeah. Great movie, by the way. I didn't mean to... No, fine. Mean to We're going to talk about the Academy Awards. Well, we, we'll we'll maybe get to the Academy Awards. Well, that's one of your favorite, uh, favorite yeah. movies. That's, yeah, top but, five. But yeah. speaking of winter outdoors, Zach, or Dad, what's been going on well, with the Well, the Winter Olympics. Olympics. Yeah, what's been going on? Now, we have to give it to, up to the curlers. Winning that's, gold. Yeah. Come on, guys. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That's I the mean, first these guys were even picked by the U.S. Uh, Curling Association. They got yeah, kicked, I, they were kicked out. I had read. <laughs> I saw something like they were a ragtag team. I thought that was like a joke because you guys watch no, it. It's, right. it's yeah. actually it's, it's, it's a true underdog the, story. And <laughs> he had to lose thirty pounds. He, was, he still looked like he had a little bit of a gut on him, my boy. But it takes wait, why did be he, too heavy for curling? Why did he have to lose weight? Well, because they were saying that they wanted to take the the curling they community want, in a different... They wanted to move it to... Oh, it's not like you needed to leave. You basically didn't gotcha. want, I guess, Chris Christie rolling <laughs> something right. down the aisle. Like so they wanted a to change bit, their... A little bit fitter. Chris their, Christie kind of looks like he'd be like an Olympic bowler. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, if like, they ever bring that the bowling ball. Bring it back. Well, <laughs> curling is like bowling in a way. It's it's bowling, it's bocce, it's... it's uh, right, you've got a lot of... Lot of I think it's the, the dumbest sport ever. I know you guys like it. I think oh, it's the dumbest thing I've ever I watched in my life. I dumbest sport ever. I, I, I mean, you, have, you know what? Either like, it's an acquired taste. You have to like it or you don't. And I think the market has spoken and most people don't like it. You know what? You know what? I'm honestly... It's the Winter Olympics. I wouldn't say curling is the worst. Right. Here's the way curling works. I don't care about the Winter Olympics at all. You start... Well, only hockey. You start watching it ironically. we're going to get into in just a sec. You start watching it ironically with curling and you go like, what is this shit? And then you kind of find yourself against everything getting into the game. And then by the the eighth or ninth end, you're like, oh my God. If these are close... If it's this is athlete. close, yeah. You're going to get into it. Do you, you lose yourself in the music, the moment. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti, man. It's, yeah. it's really well, good. Let me put it that way. It's the only probably Olympic winter event that the four of us could probably get into. Oh, yeah. And do. I mean, we're not going to get into the biathlon or the... No, with my skiing abilities. Well, <laughs> maybe the downhill for you, Zach. But for, for me, I don't want to be going... I was watching when I watched the... 
the opening ceremony, there's one with like a gun. That, that's was, that's uh, the the biathlon. Right. That's where you have to that was ski crazy. and shoot. Yeah. But that's one of the first. Well, that and they also was this long distance skiing that they do. They go thirty miles. They is that, is, that the, is that the Nordic Combine when they go like thirty miles, or is that? Yeah. Well, that, I think the Nordic Combine is when they ski jump and do that or something. God, I but don't... these guys are just like thirty. It's longer than the marathon, but they're skiing it. But beyond going, curling, you know, it's not like they're going down big hills where they could save themselves. Right. Yeah. And then when they got to go up these inclines, they're actually like walking with their ski. I'm like their skis. I'm like, I, there's no way. So who wins that one? That's obviously that's like, like the Swiss, Norway, yeah, Norway. Nor- Norwegians kick yeah. butt in in that. Is that they, is that do like that has to be all Norwegians who win that and Swiss Norwegians. And, the Austrians, oh, they the got Germans. the highest medal. The, 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 the biggest hope. Oh, now, serious question: Are the because from what I know about North Korean geography, very hilly. Are were North? Did North Koreans qualify for that, or were they just part of the hockey team and the, and, the, and, and uh, this? Well, since they combined the teams, they combined the hockey teams. Right? More the South Koreans were kicking butt in the the yeah the, ski, the skating round that short track. The, the speed How did South Korea yeah. do overall? These pretty guys? well. Pretty, pretty well. well, actually. They I, I won. think they, they did better than the Olympic athletes from Russia. I know that. I don't know the exact yeah. standing. Like, the, they, they did Where's poor the for a host country, but okay. Right. Like, I, I think have the medal yeah. count here somewhere. The U.S. The U.S. exceeded... Actually, the South Africa. Korea had 16 medals. They had five gold. Who got the most? No, Norway. 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 Yeah. Got yeah. <laughs> Norway got 38 medals total. They got the most gold of 13. South no. Korea had five well, goals. Right? right, right. There's a two-way tie. Right, South Korea and Russia tied, or the Olympic athletes of Russia, because you have to say it like yeah. that. Five gold, seven silver, and four bronze. But that was mostly in the, I think, the short tracks skating. Right. And yeah. Some of the um, the, the North Sean. Um, what's it? Sean White. Well, that, that's the U.S. Right? right, no, I'm saying, but his events, the, that's why I call them the Sean oh, White events. Oh, oh, the, I was the going to call them the X Games yeah, events, because yeah, that's basically yeah. what that is. Yeah, the snowboarding events, That's yeah. where we won a lot of our medals early on with... Uh, yeah, yeah, we should dominate that, because... But, exactly. Uh, but, you know, it's really funny to think about that the... Uh, once the Russians had to stop doping, they were... At Sochi, I think they were number two for medals, number two or number... Like, they had... They had I know they had 33 medals at Sochi. Right. And, and this year, how many does the... Does well, there's they 17 less. They had 16. So, so they, and they're 22 less than what the Norwegians got total. And, and they were so caught it's doping. Norway and the athletes from Russia, that's one and two? No, Norway. Canada was second with 29. Oh, Germany obviously. had 28. Well, okay. probably 20, 29 because they got the silver medal today in hockey. So we've got to go. So how, Where's the U.S.? In, in the the U.S. ranks fourth with okay. 23. Nine, eight, and six. Gold, silver, bronze. We, we yeah, got, it's not bad. Harrison, we got no, I mean, I think we thought we Lindsey Vaughn was going to win. I mean, last the U.S. Last usually Carolina dominates. The, <coughs> excuse me, the summer more. Than yeah, the, the summer because that's the the swimming. Michael Phelps, uh, track and field, track and field. We do well, well in wrestling, right. boxing, those type of those events more right. than, than these events that no athletes are really going to get into. In right, except for hockey. Well, women's hockey won. U.S. women's hockey. Yeah, U.S. Oh, they yeah. won a gold. Yeah. They beat Canada after losing what the last four Olympics. They won. Uh, yeah, the last was, time was in what ninety uh, eight was the last time they won a, an Olympic gold. I Please. believe so. Yeah, but Mike, since we're on the subject of that, did you not like the 
pros going to the Olympics? I, I watched in Sochi. I watched every single game, not even for the U.S., but for every game. Right. I watched. Because you had players every, you knew on every Yeah, because right? I'm more of a hockey fan than a Rangers fan, so I will watch. I will track players. And I watched the World uh, the what was it? The World Cup of Hockey too. Right. I was so excited right. for the Olympics, but nobody going there. I didn't even watch. I watched not a single game. It was and I couldn't s- care. Just because I mean Russia won for men's, but it was because really they, yeah. I mean because they have they have the they have Kovalchuk, they have Datsuk, they have players who oh so pros. No, well because they, they both don't play in the NHL anymore. They play oh, in the so KHL, Ovechkin right? did. Yeah, they play in the Ovechkin no, didn't go. Ovechkin was. He was said he was going to go no matter what, and then like two weeks beforehand, he like I guess the Capitals pressured him to the sense he was like I'm very disappointed, but I'm not going to go. I have to accept the NHL's decision. But so nobody went, and it's just I mean you got two players who were the at the top like top players in the NHL, and now they're playing in Olympic sports against I mean a bunch of college level kids and everywhere else. They just kind of ran through the tournament. It was the stupidest thing the NHL could do. Yeah, the because, height is their popularity now. Yeah. They don't send anybody, and it could really hurt them. Are you saying this is the height of the NHL's popularity? I would say it's not like the height maybe in all time, but it's rising a lot with the... Really? The, um, well, the salary cap keeps going up every year. The players right. are getting younger and better with McDavid, right. Matthews, Line A. They're all these, They're expanding. Is they're Crosby getting, still in his 20s, by the way? No. No, no I think okay. he's 30. Just 30? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and... Okay. Um, but... Uh, what was it? I mean, you got, like, all those young players, like right. I said, but now you got Vegas this year, who was the first expansion team. They're breaking all these records. Right. They're the number one team in the NHL right now. And next year, they're already season tickets have been put out for a Seattle expansion team. They want to make 32 teams now. And you wow. so, like, And uh, the World Cup of Hockey came back after a hiatus, so, like, Hockey's on the rise. They're doing yep. games in Sweden next year. They're doing the Winter Classic. Got the most views or something like that. Like this, the most attendance or something. I wonder if they're picking up some of the slack. Football is kind of leaving behind because I've, I, I've always I've always been surprised that hockey isn't more popular than it is. But if you look at it regionally, hockey is very popular. Oh yeah. Like in New York, I know it doesn't get a lot, but Ranger tickets are very hard to get. Right. Like. Everywhere, hockey stadiums are sold out pretty routinely. I wonder if it's there's Depending, more. You kind of it's weird. There's some places like Ottawa where you think it would be big, you know, right. but it's it's uh, hard to hockey. But like sometimes you'll see. Those but your teams, teams have to be good though. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, the, that's, the, that's the problem with the hockey right. fans. Where I mean, I love them. Well, it's like the Kings. All of a sudden, everybody was a Kings fan when they were winning those. Yeah, but that's also in LA. Times. And what right. still me, amazes me is that the Canadians. Have not been good for so long though in hockey that they're not competing for Stanley Cup or what. I mean, oh, when yeah. you think they, of when you think of like hockey, it's like thinking of the Rangers. I, I'm, I'm sorry, thinking of the Yankees in, in baseball. If the Yankees don't win yes. after a couple of years. It's like what's wrong with it? But it's been how many? The Canadians haven't won in like since the nineties, right? Since the late nineties. That's a long. It is a long concern. They have twenty four cups to the most right. in the NHL, and they right. don't. They. I mean, I mean for. Consistently, they've been in like the conference finals right. the past years. They've been, but but they the just Stanley Cup. You no. would think like that Toronto's been bad for brutal for yeah. a long time. They're getting better. The Canadians were on a rise for a while, then they've fallen on, on hard times again. But to think that they're not competing every year, it's just to me well, that's hockey. Really, hockey is such a hard sport to to build the team and to keep it going, and but, you yeah. know, like, and to have consistency. I think also the NHL just suffers from. They, they are their own worst enemy. Oh, yeah. They, they cannot, let, like, every year soccer gets more uh, big in the United States because of the success of the World Cup and, 
you know, you can now watch global games right, here. Right. The NHL should pick up on that. While they are playing games in Sweden and stuff like that, they aren't losing viewership there. It's here they should build up. So you send your athletes to right. a big I think, showcase. Yeah, I think, they missed be, a, I think they missed a big opportunity. Yeah. I think they were afraid of... I, you was, know, I don't know. I think they're they're afraid of the pause of the season for so afraid, long. They're afraid of the pause of the season, and then the, one of the big reasons it came down to insurance because a lot of players got hurt last year, oh, so they okay. say. And what the NHL's big thing was, they didn't want to a play for the uh, pay for the players' insurance, but then b they didn't want all right. Ovechkin goes, Tavares goes, because Tavares got hurt last time. Like, right. oh, all these are players, and then they get hurt, and then. Who's going to watch Capitals game? Ovechkin's not playing. Who's going to watch Penguins game? Crosby got a concussion. Uh, That's why they want to keep... They looked at it all wrong. They think, oh, this is going to take... We get players hurt. This is going to take viewers away from us. Who's going to want to watch us? But you just took your best players off the biggest stage in the entire world. So I I think kind of hurts, too, is that these since they're 14 hours ahead, a lot of like diehards are either going to have to stay up really late to watch them, I think maybe when it comes, I don't know when it's coming back to the U.S. or if it's coming back to the U.S. in a while. I know in, next, in the next four years it's in China, but maybe they'll change that All if right. it's going to be played in, in the United States. Where they'll say, okay, you know what? We'll take the break. We're here in the U.S. and see how it goes from there. But you're not going to get a lot. Because I was watching, since I can, I was watching, you know, but it was on the background a lot just because I'm up at 2 yeah. in the morning. Some of the events you could see live because, they're four, like I said, they're 14 hours right. ahead where – now yeah. you can get the games on your phone or your... Yeah, like you're saying everything's social media. I would get the ESPN update, like, when I'd wake up about who won what game got right. what else. So, like, all right, the game's on, like, you know, airing in three hours. Why am I going to watch it? ESPN told right. me who they won. Already, you already knew. But the that funny thing, the thing was, I read that the most people still watch the Olympics, that, that watch the Olympics through the primetime thing that NBC was doing, where they would just right. do, like, you figure skate... Then you see the skiing and something Well, the figure else, like, skate was good because it worked out. It was live. Yeah. Because it was, if it was 8 o'clock, you know, it's 8 o'clock at night in the U.S., it's 11 o'clock in the morning in Korea. So it was perfect timing for that. But some of the, the other events, hockey, curling, you know, skiing, bobsledding, whatever, you already knew the outcome. Right. Because you had NBCSN all day running. That was like my Olympic channel to go on to unless it was CNBC showing some hockey games. But I also don't think they told you a couple of stations that did have it. I was like no, trying to find the NBC game. NBC really screwed up with that. I, they really did because I'm saying, wait, they're saying they're playing the game, and if they didn't come, like, a, uh, they're saying they're gonna, it was on the, the listing for on NBC Sports, and I'm like, well, what's not there? And then they go, you know, then an hour later they're saying, oh, CNBC is showing the hockey game live. I'm like, well, how am I gonna know CNBC? I don't really put on. Uh, yeah, for the a Summer Olympics, they were great. They did. They listed every network it was on. I right. mean, every they channel. Did. What they what did. time? Uh, it was it was perfect. The, the problem with the Winter Olympics is there's a lot of events that are interesting, but it's mostly like the figure skating, the curling that we'll watch, and when the hockey was good, you'd have to watch that. Right. The rest, it's hard to make bobsledding interesting. It's hard to make the skeleton interesting, like over a clip. Like, right. you know, like after a little while, how many times are you going to watch Especially if your country's not in it. That's the other thing. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of guys are USA only, and I'm not going to, I don't care if Germany, right. you know, uh, Norway and Sweden are one, two, three in it, or Finland. It doesn't matter to me. You know, that's the thing. You get, you take pride in it because you want your country to do the best. But I don't want to go too much with the Olympics because, Mike, I want to hit a little yeah, bit about get the a, NHL. Yeah, hockey update. Real quick, because you made an interesting point about hockey, about how it's very tough to maintain. And I think most professional sports, That's it's very, because the way our salary caps are set up, it's very hard. But Mike, we were talking about this offline. 
you think that the the Penguins are gonna are gonna three-peat, right? I, yeah, I with the trades that were made, the Penguins are, I think, poised to be the best team to win the Stanley Cup again this year because of their center depth. They got Broussard. Yeah. They have, uh, yeah, they got Broussard. I know, and, uh, yeah, they got Kuhn, no I mean, not uh, Kuhn, they have Crosby and Malkin. They have, yeah. um, oh, what's his name? Jake Isnetzel. And, like, they have this center depth that's insane. But they also have most of their team stays consistent throughout the year. They have great, like, Defensive players, Matt Murray, two goals, and technically only one season. I mean, two cups, I mean. Can I just break yeah. in this for a second? The beginning of the year, or part of, or most of the first half of the year, the Penguins were, like, they were struggling, I've, they right? Were, they were just riding, I think, the high of the Stanley Cup, like the, the, the repeat. They were right. in that, like, you know, oh, we did it. We were at a Kessel. You know, we got a second cup. It's a whole big thing. But then they really, especially towards trade deadline now, and, like, Team, what were no, go ahead, go ahead. But then when you're done, I have a point. It was like teams that were kind of like okay throughout the Like the Rangers weren't like doing horrible at the start of the season. Neither were the Islanders, neither were the Senators. Now, like those three teams that I was mentioning, they're like fire sale. They're getting rid of everything, more so the Rangers than anybody else. But the, the East got weaker as the season went on, too. It kind of made it easier for the right. Penguins to get. So the, the pack came back, basically. I feel what yeah. is it, Tampa Bay was still one? Tampa, right? Tampa Bay is still like one in the East. And then... The uh, Bruins, right? Bru- right? Well, the Bruins are doing horrible, too. And the Bruins won this amazing run. And, like, talking about cause of the trade deadline, I don't know what's going on with the Rangers. I mean, they're making great deals. They have six picks in the first round right. in this next draft. They're getting prospects. They're doing a lot. But... They traded Gradner to the Devils, which is the first time the Devils and Rangers had ever made yeah, a trade right, in their history. Right, I heard that. They yeah. traded their defenseman, Nick Holden, and then the second trade, Rick Nash, who was their most coveted piece in this deadline. Both of those players to the Bruins, who are making a serious push in the like for the run as well. So they're, it's odd. I mean, they're getting good returns, but they're making teams around them better, which is kind of counterintuitive if you're trying to, like... Well, if they're building like, towards the future then, right? They are, but it's almost like the way you're building towards the future now, I mean, you can look like how quickly, once you got McDavid, how quickly Oilers kind of became right. a thing. Again, the, the Maple Leafs, they got, you know, uh, the old coach for, you remember, the old coach for Detroit, what's his name? Um, I'm, I'm, drawing, I'm drawing give me a, a second. Too, I but, uh, think they're it. getting all those, like... Babcock? Yeah, Babcock. Babcock. Now they're getting... Babcock. Right, uh, Babcock. They yep. got Mitch Marner, they got McDavid, I mean, not McDavid, they have Austin Matthews, they have all these young, speedy players, and they just did it through their system, and they're just, it's, like, teams are getting a lot better around them. Steven, you had so a then, point. So then two questions for me, Mike. Yeah. One, we see this every year with the Cavs, because LeBron James has now been in the finals, I think, six or seven years in a row. How much do you think the slow start for the Penguins has to do with the fact that by the earliest parts of the season, they're, they're kind of checked out, they... They're also they're really tired because they've played way much more hockey. Like the Cavs and Warriors have played way much more basketball over the last couple seasons because it's been them now three times in a row. Do you think that's part of it? One and number two, because we can this you know we're all Rangers fans in here. Are you happy with what the Rangers got back? Because they're selling a lot. Are they getting good pieces to build forward? So those are well, my, like my to two do questions. your first question, I would say it definitely is something with the. Uh, fatigue of playing so many games, but I would say they're handling it a lot better because Rangers, the Kings, um, thinking like you know the uh, the Canadians. There are a bunch of teams that have been playing a lot of uh, Blackhawks, especially too. I think that's one of the reasons why they're struggling more right. so than they have. Right. They've played a lot more games comparatively playoff games. Right. The Rangers have been in the uh, playoffs twelve, uh, eleven out of their tw- past twelve seasons. 
But the Penguins are handling it a lot better. But I think it was a good slow start for them. They are now coming into form of like it was almost like the way you see LeBron like takes off games right. in a regular season, like to like bring the Cavs comparison, where he's like, I don't care if we lose this regular season game in the middle of November, whatever. But when we make the push for the playoffs, right. and I know we got Matt Murray, who's a two-time Stanley Cup champion, we got Phil Kessel, we got Malkin, now we're bringing in Broussard, where their centers were kind of like right. weak spot. They Broussard from out. the Rangers? Broussard yes. from the oh Rangers, but God. he was, um, yeah. I mean, not, he used right, to be on the center. Yeah. Yeah. But then think, they uh, they won it when they got Haglin, too, because he's really fast. They have Ugh. all these speedsters, like they could really three-peat. But then, to your second point, I would say with the, uh, where, with the Rangers with the returns, I don't like the teams they're trading to, like I said, because right. you're kind of making the teams around you even stronger for the future. But they are getting a lot. The Rangers have, like, with their St. Louis trade, with their Yandel trade, right. with their uh, Nash trade, with their they, – they gave up a lot of prospects and picks for a win now, and it didn't work. Right. So now they're right. getting a lot of prospects. Like I mentioned before, they have six picks in the first three rounds of this draft coming up, which is unheard of. The Rangers haven't had a first round pick in the past like four because years. Because they but gave up they, for Yandel and right yes, and I just. But if anything, the Rangers' biggest neat thing needs to be not this trade deadline. It's at the end of the season. Vigneault needs to be fired because he consistently misuses defensive players like Yandel, Strawman, Dan Boyle. Uh, like, just to name a few, Klein, like, these good, the Shattenkirk, I would say, now in the system, Shattenkirk, he was one of the best, he signed here for less money, less years, he's doing bad, yeah, They got this guy, Smith, that they got from the Red Wings last year, the trade deadline, they signed him to a big contract this offseason, they waived him, like, four months into his contract, Right. he just doesn't know how to, like, use defensive-minded players, Lundqvist, I love him, but he's struggling this season, he's not going to carry you through games like he could. Right. So their biggest thing, I like what they're doing, but it starts like top to bottom. Well, but, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, the only thing I want to ask is I think the difference between the Rangers and, and Pittsburgh is, uh, and I want to ask you, I think that there should be a fire sale, not only of the team, but of the front office of the Rangers. No, that's uh, 100%. They've, they've, I, I do think Vigneault, I wasn't like... You wanted Vigneault gone. You wanted him gone immediately. No, you got hired by Sid Fire. No, I loved him, but I wanted him gone after this. Uh, after they, not the year that they made the Stanley Cup Finals, but the next year when they made the Conference Finals, they lost. I wanted him gone at the end of that season, and I feel like it was like it would have been a more peaceful. Like, well, okay, we did really good. Whatever, this kind of like a, it didn't work. Made it to the finals, made it to the Conference Finals next year. Like a peaceful like part. You should kind of like go, but then he took it because that was like he's. He's a good coach. He made it to the finals with the uh, Canucks before. Like, he's not a bad coach in that sense, but he's a bad coach for a rebuild. You have a team that can go for it. You give it to Lane Vigneault. Not, like, now. He, we're trying to rebuild, trying to do stuff with this. And he, his downfall, he picks favorites. I have, I have two questions. I don't mean to cut you off. No, that's, two, yeah, two questions. That's, I don't want to put you on the spot, but is this a strong draft where the Rangers can get, or am I, is it too early to tell yet? Because I mean, me personally, I, I don't watch as much like younger like players as right, I most. Right. More so, I look into it more like when it comes up to see. As far as I know, he's not. It's good. I mean, I wouldn't say it's good as recent years. You're not going to get a generational, like, you know, there's nobody right. people are even talking about, even this past draft. Like, the two number one and two picks in this draft aren't really 
like main staples, and one of like one of them went to the Flyers. Uh, one of the guy and he, uh, one of them went to the Devils. But you don't really hear their names as much, and they have to face the league as opposed to the Matthews or Connor McDavid. Like this draft isn't going to be. Added. I just go. Go ahead, Zach. Go ahead, go ahead. No, the the only thing I want to say is the reason why I think that they need to work on their their front office stuff is because the last time they had a first round pick, they picked what was it, Dylan McIlwain? Yeah, they picked him over Vladimir Tarasenko, and I will never, will let never that ever go. forget that. I so I'm terrified. That scouting too. Is that scouting? Yeah, yes, they need to fix everything. Yeah, I would only say it kind of looks better. They've gotten Brady Shea. They've gotten, you know, Kreider, Miller, you know, through the system. And then they also got, um, right now, Lias Anderson, who was the captain of the Swedish, like, juniors team. Right. Uh, he kind of made his waves for, he uh, threw his gold medal, he threw his silver medal into the stands after they lost in the World Juniors. Like, that was, but, like, he's the captain of the Swedish, like, juniors team. He's good. And we're, you know, Brady Shaley, we're making, and if we can't draft players, like um, D'Angelo, this defenseman, we're trading for younger players. Like, D'Angelo's not a star defenseman now, but he could be. So, like, right. but it also, like you're saying, it needs the top to bottom. I want the players going, but the front office as well. So we'll know more after tomorrow, because that's the draft. So I, I just want to yeah. ask you one more thing about hockey, and then we'll move on to something else. So if you were going to say right now, two teams are going to make the finals, who would you say, like, would you say the Penguins? Or give me, like, two two or three teams from either I would team. say, like, right now, if you're going, like, favorites, it could be, like, what everybody would kind of say. I mean, like, Golden Knights are number one in the West. Right. Lightning are number one in the East. People are saying, like, those two. I could say, realistically, may, I could see the Blues making it to the finals from the West. I can see them doing it. And then for the East, um, I mean, I would hate to be, like, the front runner, the the uh, Lightning have a great chance, right. but I still, with the trades that have been made, I can't see an argument against the Penguins at this Penguins point. Right now. So they're the throne, you're saying they're the team that you could see. I would say game. right now they're the team to beat. What about the Knights? Can the Knights do it in the West? The Knights, it's just it comes down to, but I mean, everybody's doubting them with this for the whole time, but it comes right. down to experience. It comes down to, like, right. you know, they're a group of ragtag guys. Like, are they going to be able to come together in the playoffs? I mean, Flurry is no... You know, uh, he's no uh, stranger to this. He's done it. He's been to the final. He's won a Stanley Cup. But he's had his issues, he's though, had, in the playoffs, had, That's right? the problem. That's he's the, had, him, right? the reason Matt Murray has had his, like, start and other goalies before him have had their go in the playoffs because Flurry sometimes doesn't know what he's doing. Like, he just he disappears. Mm-hmm. And it's not even the first round and the second round, but when it comes down to those clutch times, Flurry can let you down sometimes more so than, like, right. I will say Carey Price. Jonathan Quick, Henrik Lundqvist, you know, Pekka he, he could be like Pekka in the finals last year, where, like, he disappeared. Pekka could not beat the Penguins at all, but he was the number one goalie for the other three rounds. He's the best goalie. could have won the, like, you know, the heart, but then he just disappeared. He couldn't beat the yeah. Penguins. There's kryptonite. And I would say more so the Blues, to me, are the team to beat in the West, in the West. even with everything. And then... What I, about the Blackhawks? What about the Blackhawks? I mean, the Blackhawks are all right, but, like, I I mean, because you were talking about dynasties, though, too, like, keeping, like, teams together. The Blackhawks have stayed consistently together for a while. They had three right. cups in six years. Right. The, uh, Didn't they win it two, every other yeah, year? Yeah, every other year. Like, the Giants in baseball. Right, right. The Kings won, like, right. one year, then they all won another yep, year. Yep. And then the, uh, what was it now, the Penguins can, like, three, I feel like. More than we give teams credit for, dynasties kind of happen in hockey. Like, the teams right. have their time. I mean, there's, like, cause I feel like there's always a sleep in the West, like, with the the Sharks, like, two years yeah. ago. 
And then last year with the Predators, like nobody really saw the Predators. The Predators are still good. Did the Predators, the Predators can make a push. And then um, Mike go. Fisher. Let's Mike go. Fisher on huge hockey town. Mike Fisher retired when they lost in the set in the finals so, last year, and then just came out of retirement. Are the Rangers now, even going to make the playoffs this year? I mean, the Rangers right now they could have, like they could have, but now like they could have made a push. I've watched zero hockey game. I've watched zero minutes of a hockey. They game. They were already, but You're now I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that this year. Yeah, I wouldn't say that they will. But it's kind it's of depressing because it's like. It, as sad as it is, there's so much talent in the NHL. Every team right. is such a star. Like, I love to watch. Well, like, I'm there for the playoffs. You got me in the playoffs. The playoffs to that. me is, and I but. could be biased to any sport, but the playoffs are the best in hockey. Right. It's, no, the hardest, oh, it's the hardest to win, I do. without a doubt, I think. Right, is, because is, I think in, in hockey, maybe more than any other sport, a team can be a 7-8 seed and make, yeah, make a run for it. Weren't the Rangers, uh, the year they went to the finals... What were they? That weren't year? they a seven seed? Weren't they a six seed or something no, like that? No, I mean, because I know they won the President's Trophy. That was the year they went to the. I, I, I think, think the, the year conference finals. There was a si- there there was a six seed where they won. I think it was the year before Wasn't that. Wasn't it the year? Well, that, well, I'm talking about the year they lost to the Kings in, in the, the finals. finals. Weren't they a six? No, seed? because the Kings were the eighth seed, weren't they? Oh, that's right. The, the Kings, well, I mean, so either way, the so that's at, my point is that the Kings were the no, yeah, the Kings were the they won it as like squeaking in as like a wild card. But it's kind of like baseball. If you get in, then your pitchers. Get hot. Yeah. Your goalie gets hot. Oh, yeah. Because there's not. I mean, hockey doesn't have a lot of like seven five games, whatever. But if right. they're three two two one, and your goalie is on, right. and can get you there. You get that clutch goal, and you build the momentum. Yeah. Especially with a team that's got nothing to lose. If you're a wild card team in baseball or the the, the eight seed in hockey, right? We're not expected to be here. Yeah. Now we're playing the best team, and you know what? Now it's two two. What are we doing momentum here? Momentum right. is everything in in. The hockey, especially in the playoffs, it, it, it changed the ice. Just tips. It's almost Absolutely. like the ice itself loves a narrative. Like they love like a team that like this goalie's right. on fire. Unfortunately, that narrative never really goes to the Rangers. But yeah. man, does it it love a good story? Yeah. It, it's, it's so fun. then, Mike. Then real quick, then too is Hank. One of the players that, that that's being considered to no Lundqvist isn't. I've heard his name hasn't been tossed around, thrown away. I, the way I see it, and I think me you talked should about he this be off, considered? I don't think so. They get a king's ransom if they trade him. No, Lundqvist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if, no, they if, should. If, what if they're really they starting over? Should they not consider him? No, I think it's almost like a rebuild on the fly. Like they could be a contender. They're trying to be in the next year or two. Oh, okay. And so like, you think it could they, be a tight turnaround? I think it could be a tight turnaround if they keep doing things. But I think Lundqvist is the only to me untradeable. What's his age? He's um, thirty. Is he thirty-four? I believe he's thirty-four. In the so, end of his, he's got like three years left on the deal. He's going to be like thirty-nine in the end of it. Okay. So, like, he's so, got to be like Eric. He's got like. Yeah, I'd say so hold, hold. You got to keep him. I'm, I'm just saying, if they the trade him, they would have to get so much back. It wouldn't. No team could make that deal. At this I don't point. know with his age. I don't know who would even want. Like not even like who would want him. But there's so many good Vasilevsky, Frederick Anderson, John Gibson. There's so many. I mean, Quick is still good. Crawford still has won cups. Flurry, Matt. Like there's so many right. good goalies in the NHL. I can't see people giving an arm and a leg for a guy who's on the back end of 30, and who has had last year who's struggling, and this season he's really struggling. And I think if they traded the Rangers, would probably face such a backlash. I mean, yeah, other guys could go, but yeah. Lundqvist is the man for it's that. It's kind of like Eli with the Giants. Yeah. It sounds like the Rangers are almost in the same spot. To me, as, yeah. Except the Giants had a horrible year. The, the, the Rangers may still be in playoff contention. No, the Rangers are. They could have made a push, but now with their fire sale, well, they they're had, like, we're Didn't they out. tell, like we talked about last night, their season ticket holders? Yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't don't expect much this year. We're selling off, but we still want you to pay for your tickets early. But 
they kind of told all their fans, we're, right. we're fire sound. I'm able yeah. to get some cheap Rangers tickets the end of the season. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. count on that. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. For the Garden it's alone. still New York. Now there's 41 home games, right? The thing I'll say, like, How are the Islanders this year? Uh, the Islanders, same, similar situation. The good thing about the Islanders is apparently I heard that they uh, Tavares got a max deal and he just turned, he didn't want it. Like, okay. And that's their big star. And that's their big star. So I'm hoping he'll be a free agent, maybe he'll leave the Islanders or something. But the big name, which just I never... Just jump across the borough. Just go across yeah, the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, he's still a uh, New York native. I mean, not native, but like New York area. He's still, be... still young in his mid-20s? Yeah, I mean, he's still amazing. He's got an amazing skill. But uh, just one thing which I think is just interesting to bring up is that Eric Carlson's name. He's the best defenseman. In the NHL, Ottawa? I would say Ottawa. Yeah, right, right. I would say he's the best defenseman has been for, but his name is being thrown around. Uh, and Trace, he, he was always our kryptonite. He's he always would, yeah. he would always destroy. So he having Carlson when the, the senator, well, I wouldn't say this, that it's coming to Rangers, but being thrown around as like to be traded, which it's like an Ovechkin in the offseason. that was never heard of until now. Right, but. They were also, I don't think it's likely because they want people to take Bobby Ryan as well, who he's okay. He was better as a duck, but he's got a $7.25 million cap hit for four years. So you would need to... Bobby Ryan? Bobby Ryan does. So you've got to say so you would need to get the, They want to give him as a package, like, here, take the salary, but we'll give you the best defenseman in the NHL. But the, I don't see it being a deal. But the fact that his name is out there at all... To me, it's kind of crazy. It's just the Senators. Who does Bobby Ryan play for? I'm sorry. Bobby Ryan plays for the Senators. Just like for whatever reason, that all I'm thinking about is Bob Ryan, the sports oh, writer. Right. Bob <laughs> no, Ryan. no, no, Rob Ryan. He's a, he's a fan. fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rob, Rob Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> yeah, what the Ryan brothers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just wanted to before <laughs> before we like, move on from hockey. I just want to ask yeah. you because tonight. Jean Rattel's number 19 is yes. being retired by the Rangers. Right. I don't, I know a lot of like the Rangers, like legendary. I don't know too much about him. But he his, was part of the gag line. Yeah, he was the gag, the goal game line with him, uh, Rod, Rod Gilbert. It was Rod Gilbert, Vic Hatfield, yeah, and Jean Rattel. They were the, they were the original. They were, that was, that's when hockey Gay. had cool, cool names. You know, like the, the gag French line, connection. the French connection later yeah. on. But so, yeah, Jean Rattel, then he got traded. Went to the Bruins and won a cup with the Bruins. What so the story of the Rangers? But the story of the Rangers. What was the Phillies? The or the Flyers? The Broad Street Bullies. Broad Street Bullies. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, are, are, are you happy? Um, oh, he 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 was a great player, Sean Mattel. And he true. went he went to the to the Bruins later on. But he was a, a great hockey player for them. John Ralphio, awesome. John he was Ralphio. really really a good player. But Those were the days in the seventies when the the you know they traded. They also got rid of, you know, when you're talking about trading goal, they got rid of Ed Jockerman. That mm-hmm. was like, and then he came back the next night and played, and the, the garden was like screaming Eddie Jockerman. There must have been a lot of good French players. Well, French Canadian. French Canadian French players, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. But Duh. He's a, okay. he yeah. is just, um, with that night when he got traded and came back, that was crazy. I was thinking that if they ever traded Lundquist wow. and he came back to the garden, it would have oh, been. Oh, I feel like it would be. It was. I just nuts. think I've the Rangers system is so much that. Hank, they rely on goaltending too much. They can't get rid of no, that's well, they, never built, they never built anything around him. Oh, and last, last week when we, we were talking we were talking about the great quarterbacks, we were talking about Dan Marino. I Lundquist think you could look at Lundquist as a Dan Marino. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Of, uh, like because his career, and I, I hate to say this, but it could very well end without a, a cup. And no, it didn't. If you looked at that a couple of years ago, we thought that was crazy because the Rangers were always so close. I thought 15. You know, we talked about this last week too. 15, I thought they were going to win it. They they blew it against the Lightning, they, 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 you know they blew it against the Kings, you, you know the Devils, the Devils, call those those years were so tough, 
And uh, but it was all that's the, the sense that they do too little. Too I think late. he was hamstrung by the offense always, even the years. And we were talking about this before when they had Richards, Nash, Gabrick. I think what really hurt them that year was that they made those trades, and then there was that lockout. Remember nice. where they got they got Nash to go with Richards and Gabrick, and they were they were going to have this offense. This was the rebuild. This was the the build up of the offense right after they lost to the to the to the Devils to try and get some firepower. And I think part of the fact that they didn't have a full off season to mesh, and they were just kind of thrown into it. They never really gelled, and then wasn't it by the deadline that year they they shipped the, away one of them? They shipped Gabbard away. Gabbard went to the Blue Jackets, yep. and then I mean Richards was on a decline, and then yep. Nash. I mean, here's the thing: Nash, not like he ever will, but he could break if he wanted a single season like goal record. He, I don't care like what he does in the regular season. He in the playoffs is a ghost. He doesn't know how to score, yep. which is what we got him for. He throws his body around. Yep. He's physical. He plays defensively. He's not a deterrent, like right. detriment on the ice, but he's not. Great, and that's the problem with like him a lot. The he Rangers, just disappears, and, and I think why the Rangers are where they are, and, and you could correct, you know, more, both you know more than I do on this, but it really feels like now they put so much into two trades, fourteen when they got St. Louis, and uh, when they got Nagandel. Yandel. Yandel. They gave up so much in those two years, well, going all in, but the, the, and then the they didn't. They didn't win it. Yeah, and there was and a problem. They really the... had no offense, so they tried to trade for a bunch of offensive players, and that kind of like deterred the defense a bit. And so they, like, they had Lundqvist to carry him. But then, as they got their offense better, their defense got worse because of the things they got up. But then, like, we still got Lundqvist. But now Lundqvist is old, and he can't do every. Him and McDonough can't carry the whole defense. Right. Well, until the cap came in, the range used to just try to buy. Oh it yeah, all the time. sure. Now that the cap's in, at least they try to stay. But if you're giving up picks and, and not winning with what you have and have no depth if guys get hurt, you're, you're, you're The finished. Rangers trade depth, and they, and they trade it for these finishers that they think they're going to have, and their finishers have never finished. We've never had that. Nash never did what Nash was supposed to do. Richard never did what Richard was supposed to do. And they go to other teams, and we were talking about this. Nash is going to go to Boston. Well, imagine, though, if, freaking well, if the Rangers had, like, a Crow. I know you don't like Crosby, but – him playing in New York and what that would be, the mm. Rangers to have like the best right. player in the world right. on that they've team. Gotten, what that would mean? They've gotten nice players. Nash if, is a good player. If Crosby came up and was a Ranger at the beginning, you would. I know you don't like him. No, I, 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 I yeah, but you no, admire his yeah, talent. But I'm just saying for the league itself, even not that it would make it so much better because you know people are still going to watch and it may get a few more views. But I'm saying the Rangers have never. I mean, they got Gretzky. Very After, nice. They had right, Messier. Yeah. They did win the cup with Messier. But imagine having that great player in his like twenty years, yeah. twenty year old, like McDavid. Yeah, having the yeah. player that everybody talks about knows in the league, and he's in, in oh, New York. Oh, you mean like Tarasenko? <laughs> or Tarasenko? Right, to me, that player was Lundqvist. Like, he came Stamkos. in his rookie year. He right. was, He's played for twelve seasons. He's carried us to eleven out of those twelve seasons. Right. He's oh, he's gotten over thirty yeah. wins every season that we've had a full season, not a lockout. He Lundqvist has been the best goalie in the world for most of his career, and he's done all he could do. Right, I, and I'm not playing no, I'm that. Not, I'm not playing that Lundqvist. Hard. But the thing is, it's hard to market a that goalie. You get that goal score. Yeah, yeah. you get the you best can out market there. Crosby. You can't like, look at our goalie. Like right. a baseball chick did the long ball. They yeah. want a forty goal score. Yeah. yeah, if you had that, if you had Crosby, you know, out there playing 22, 23 minutes a night, 
Lundqvist is obviously great. No, I'm, yeah. I'm not putting Lundqvist down. But you no, know, I, the, but when you get that four, that center, that I think in any I, the sport, guy, I think Lundqvist will will go down as maybe the Marino of the NHL. Maybe the best goalie is Marino because Marino is the best quarterback, not with a ring, right? Obviously, he's better than Fouts. Curtis Josephson for the Blues, probably the best goalie, never won a cup. Cujo, they would always call him. Right, Cujo was the best goalie. I think he would replace Cujo as being the best goalie without a cup. Right. Not just, look, I don't want to poo poo him. Maybe. That he gets maybe he gets let go of and he goes to another the team. The only and he time I but, the way I see it is I want the team to stay low and him Lundqvist can stay for however long he wants to stay because he's earned that right in yeah, my he's, sense. He's, I, he's earned that right. But if they do get rid of him, it has to be Lundqvist says where he wants to go and they do whatever they can to get him there. And if he wins a cup like Haglin before him or Gabrick yeah. or any basically every single team that has yeah. won a Stanley Cup since like 2014 has had a Ranger on it that was on like the last year with the Rangers like they just are great at trading players to win a cup the next year I don't know how now, now I think we're we've I got did, this I, one pretty you know, the only thing I, is I have to check because I okay. may have been wrong about Rattel winning a cup so somebody's got to check that for me. And because I don't so you want say to... he did, I don't think he did. Google I don't that. Think, oh, they didn't win. Oh, oh, you when mean he with got Boston? Traded. Okay. He got traded because I think that was in the Esposito trade. You have to see. I think that might have been it, but I don't know if he ever won a cup with that. But I just want to move on now, Dad, because I want to talk about I actually, hockey more. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have a. I know it might be a little out of order, but I have a. Yeah. I, think I have a natural transition because the Giants are in the same position. Yeah. What should the Giants? Because we want to talk quarterbacks. We, we do. can do it now. What? What we should? Let's start with the Giants. What should they do? Draft and. And with Eli in the draft, and I think they're interconnected, what would you do? Well, they're going to keep Eli now. We right. know that. With, with Bortles signing yep. with Jacksonville, that, that deal is not going to happen where maybe people are talking right. to go to. That deal makes no sense. No, it me. doesn't. Because Blake keep... Bortles is not good. He, the only Look, I, I'm sorry. This no, is, I, I, I just love this. I this don't know about easy, it. This is a very easy take to have. It's it's in the media everywhere. Right. Now that we're members of the media. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this Bortles take is is an easy take to have, right. but that Jaguars team, if they had anybody else, no, I that team would be in this at least the second half of that game. The Jaguars were totally hamstrung by the fact that they didn't have well, anybody competent behind center. I so think they why were they wouldn't for him to lose the game? That was it. They exactly. didn't have the confidence in either. Now I think giving him this contract, they're going to say, you know what? We're, he's our guy now. But we got to let him win this game. But they were afraid because he doesn't have it, right? I mean, I, I don't think he has it. A lot of people don't think he has it. But the problem is, you're not going to get their their salary cap the way it is. They're hamstrung. So it's either. But they have money. The Jaguars. Don't no, they, they don't. I think they're. I, I don't think they have. So they the money. couldn't have made a play for Cousins. I don't think Cousins would go there anyway. I think Cousins is going to go. But to, I think if Cousins was on that team, they'd win the AFC. Right? I mean, that well, defense is awesome. They did almost win. Do you think Cousins, though, could be the – you don't think there's any – I mean, maybe I think the Jaguars or... are so good at every other position. At every other position. The defense that they had – that defense is as good as – basically well, since the Seahawks' defense, because, you know, it goes in cycles. Right. Where the Seahawks were the defense for best defense for a couple of years. I think the Jaguars now are the best defense in football by far. Right, I mean, the, they're the, going to go with the theory though. We have a great defense, and Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl know, for the Baltimore Ravens. And that's I the outlier, though. That doesn't he's happen. Better than than that, and I think they're going to say, "Look, it could be a big mistake." But would you do that if with the with, with well, if if I'm not going to get, I don't think you're going to get Kirk Cousins anyway. 
Alex Smith, what do you got traded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's out there? What are you going to do? Well, it could have been Eli. They could have made a it push for him. It could have been, but Eli's maybe, they're feeling we're a young team. Yeah. One more year with Eli. If he gets hurt, what do we got? So then you're Pat Shermer, you're Gettleman. What do you do with the I would second take first pick. pick. Second, first pick, pick for them, second pick in the draft. I would take. I would take the running back. So would I. I would so would I. Only because this team is built to win now. Yeah. If you bring in Darno or Rosen, you still got Eli there. He's not going to play this year anyway. So now you. Well, you're saying the Gi- the Giants are built to win. Are you saying just what, they're they're an older team right now? You got an oh, older right, quarterback, right, right, right. You got an older quarterback. Yeah. You got an fairly not an old team, but your defense is. You know, you've got you've right. got the players in place right now. Yeah. You might as well add a piece to your offense because he can do so many more things, right. Barkley. He can block, besides being a great runner. He can block, he catch can go the in the slot, field. he can catch. He can return. He can return. So it gives them a player that they haven't had yep. that can do at, at running back. Because they've already while. decided that they're going to keep Eli, right? They're going to keep Eli and right now. I don't know about you, but I'm not a fan of either any of these quarterbacks in the draft. I'm not a fan of any of them. I, you know, any I am so bad at judging quarterback talent, but... I don't think this year, if you're going to keep Eli, because you're not, I mean, the only place I think that he would have gone, was I, mean, I don't think Denver's going to make another move like they no. did for the other, you know, they went for Peyton, now they're going to go for Eli. No. You saw how the people in New York reacted. I think that stunned them too, that like when they benched him to see what they had, to see, they were like, what are you, crazy? You can't bench Eli. Because Eli is like, we were, is almost like the rain, he's like the Giants, Hank, but he point. won, though. Yeah, he did win, too. He's no. won, too. I just exactly. mean, like, you know what's interesting, though, to me with how people who all of a sudden love – I mean, who got more shit than Eli Manning? And then he got benched and everybody loved him. Right. I never got that because I've been Eli's only defender forever. I know. And I then know. everybody all of a sudden was up in arms about it. I just – that didn't make much because sense. Of, I think it's the way they did it. And yeah. the way the, I think people were just sour on the way the whole I team th- went I think people year. hated McAdoo, too, right? Well, yeah. I mean, that was a big yeah. issue, too, with that team. So can you explain this to me? So I, I – so this is coming into the draft. This is what the, the Giants going to do. Right. What are they doing about coaching? Who did well, they, they have a new coach? They brought in a new coach. Yeah, a new coach. Welcome okay. Zach to. Uh, I, I'm just. I, hey, well, listen. I'm your. No, outside. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah no, they, 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 they brought in Pat Shermer, the offensive coordinator from the from he the Vikings. The first choice, though, right? No, eventually they wanted to bring in. Uh, weren't they were really bullish on Matt Patricia? And then he, I think he picked. Uh, the right, Lions, he went to Detroit, and, <clears throat> and then they were looking. Well, they wanted somebody. With, you know, how do you feel about the coaching? I. You know what? He right. was a Cleveland Browns. Take, he he's not like the pick, but there aren't a lot of you, you never know what's going to happen. I didn't like you know Ben McAdoo either getting the job. So, right. and that proved to be right. So maybe we'll see with a new hmm. offensive coordinator. He was Minnesota's last year. Have they brought in a new offensive coordinator? Or is it still? Uh, I know that Shermer's going to call the plays. No, they do have a new. You they know, I thinking of bringing I in Deuce more Staley. For that. I wish I, I think knew. they were bringing in Deuce Staley, uh, but I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't see. It. But so then. Because the Giants are going to keep Eli, right? And I don't trust any of the quarterbacks in the draft. I think you're right to say go with Barkley. Yeah, and because you know, look, Bark or not, uh, the guy from the, USC, oh, Darnold. Darnold yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He reminds me of Jay Cutler. Right. Rosen, I haven't seen much, but what I've seen, I haven't liked. Well, the kid from Oklahoma State, I have no faith. I have no faith in the, the off the guys that come out of Darno, Oklahoma State. The thing with Darno is he lost a lot of play, he lost a lot of, of offensive line, and he sure. lost some receivers. I'm sorry, is he the one who's there comparing a lot to Manziel, that quarterback? No, that's same, Mayfield. That's Baker Mayfield. That's yeah, because I know he's getting into a lot of off field like problems, like him, and the same height and weight. There, I don't like. Yeah, he had a couple of things Mayfield, but and his antics are very yeah, similar. Yeah, right. a lot of people are saying because I don't but know. It, it, let me put it this way: If Baker Mayfield was six three rather than just about six foot, 
they let that antics thing yeah, go. Because I mean, because he, right. he gave the finger to somebody in, in Which Kansas. I don't mind because, you know, you some know, of those times it's fine. Jim McMahon kind of had that yeah. thing, and he wound up to be pretty good. I don't think he's Johnny Manziel. Uh, as I know he's a drawn comparison. They, they, yeah. always, they always compare, oh, he's going to be like Manziel because he's kind of a wild and a wild card you don't know. Or is he going to be like Drew Brees because they're both about six feet. So you don't. Didn't Manziel end up sucking? Well, yeah, okay. right well that was the thing. But he was also had so his alcohol issues. He uh, had that. That right. was the thing with him. It hurt him. more. So then, Dad, now. though, then who? If the Giants aren't going to take a quarterback this runaround, which I agree with, who's the best quarterback in the draft in your mind? Because I don't really trust any of those guys. Uh, you know what? I you're, was, the, you're the. I would say Rosen. If I was going to take a quarterback, I would take Rosen over Darno right now. Now, if you're the Browns, do you, if you take, do you? Take, I think the Browns would take Darno over Rosen. Right. I don't because I think if Rosen came out last year, he was would have been the right the guy. Right. But he played the extra. You know, he came no, back. The way Donald the plays, though, he throws too many picks. He reminds me very, and his demeanor reminds me very much of Jay Cutler. Can you change that? I mean, he does seem more of a team guy to me, more so. Sure. But it's so hard to say. Yeah. What, because if anybody comes into the Browns, let's face it, you Jackson probably like. I think we talked about this in the last one. He's only probably got one year left. Yeah. Or, you know, unless they make this huge turnaround, they win seven, eight games, right. and they're yeah. like from no wins to eight. Then let's yeah. go keep. So he's going to go from one offensive coordinator one year to another offensive coordinator. And Who may not want him anyway. Another year. And then you've got those issues with them. You've got to get stability. But if you're going to go to a team like the Browns, this is what you're going to get. You can't keep passing so on quarterbacks all the, the time. If you're the Browns, though. AJ McCarron is available. Right. Do you make a push for it? Hugh Jackson coached him with some success in later. Cincinnati. Right. Do you trust or you don't you're not a believer in McCarron? I mean AJ McCarron's gonna be like Andy Dalton. You know what I mean? He's gonna so win seven, a, yeah, eight yeah. games. But for the Browns need a quarterback that's gonna be there for ten years. So you're gonna bring in McCarron and pay him X amount of money and then have a guy sitting there for Is the Deshaun Kaiser experiment done after know. one year? Kaiser might be a good ba- a guy to Good backup. If they had look, if if Kirk Cousins would go to Cleveland, but I think he's going to go to the Jets, that'd be perfect. You draft, right, or yeah. you keep a guy in there, or you know you get uh, Alex Smith, but he got traded to the right, Redskins. Yeah. That would be a perfect fit for the Browns. Yeah, then you didn't have to draft the quarterback, and you got the first two, the first, first and fourth yeah, yeah. pick. You can make your moves then, yeah, and go from there. But you have to, and then see the combine's coming up, and I know Zach, you always say that there's just. These guys in shorts and t-shirts throwing a football, does it really teach you that much about yeah, I don't what think it teach, teaches you anything. Oh, I mean, I, I just you know, I I mean, find it amazing. It's, it's funny, it's like, you have all these tape it. of guys. It's like you're auditioning again, right. but now you're not wearing pads. Yeah. You're throwing in a t-shirt and shorts. So, yeah, I'm going to look better if I don't have it. Or they're chasing you around at their pro days with a broom. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? It's a little different than playing. That's what they'll do. They have pro days, too. So you go to a combine. Right, and then let's say I'm Baker Mayfield, the guy that, that Mike broke up. So Oklahoma has a pro day, so all the scouts go to the, his pro day. So he's running around throwing passes to his guys that he's familiar with, but instead of having you know defensive linemen chasing, they have guys with brooms sticking up to say, "Oh, look, he can arc it over this, or he can throw this pass." So, it, it, I mean, it, I think the combine is ridiculous. They are crazy. Totally but they say it's for interviews and whatever, but right. it's just the NFL. Yeah, another way to catch the NFL showing stuff on TV. Yeah, yeah. it's the way to keep it. You've got yeah. exactly because it's always you don't the see NFL. it. You don't see it in any other sport. You don't see yeah. the basketball, no, or you don't see the hockey the one before the hockey combine. combine. Yeah, no. 
and there's so many more hockey players that that to me would be a sport that you can really go. And they do like have like they have an NHL like sometimes, but it's like who's yeah, how are you gonna really like judge it? I right. think it's more in every sport, it doesn't really mean much, but unfortunately in football especially, Unless if you, you have a good combine for some reason, if you can like impress that like right, as somebody a player, runs a good forty. Or yeah, something. that right. as a player can really help you like get on the team for some reason. Which I don't know. Like it, to because me, it doesn't show up. So stupid. To me, it doesn't show up a skill like better off like you guys are bringing up. Perfect, perfect example. Yeah. Darius Hayward Bay. He right. was a late first round pick. He runs a really high forty. He goes number seven right. to the Raiders, of course. But you know what? This goes back to our our point with the difference between the NHL and the NFL is the NFL is much better at marketing, so they oh, put yeah. more on this stuff, and then people are like, oh my god, they start to believe that hype right. that he did this one right. thing at the yeah. combine. But it's also that people buy live for yeah the NFL, true. where hockey is like that right. niche sport that still got to well, get that breakout thing. People to did the them. NFL is running into some troubles now. They're showing some sign of their some, their top but they're spot. still the most popular sport oh, to watch by far. Yes. I mean, it's I mean, I think it was they did the four sports. It was football, basketball was a distant second. Yeah, then it was baseball, baseball. Then it was soccer. Well, hockey yeah. didn't even make the top four. Wow, and which surprised had basketball now, huh? Ba- basketball yes, baseball, been ahead of- oh, basketball is wow. definitely on the rise with basketball. Right, right. No, no doubt. Always will. And it's the thing is, basketball can also market sneakers where other sports. I mean, you know, guys right, wearing yeah. certain sneakers, they could get those things that yeah. kids are into. There's more to market. Yeah. You can't market football cleats. You know what I mean? So or you can't wear cleats. those at school. You can you can right. wear the new Lebrons and the or gloves or you know at baseball you got your your, your mitt, but right. you, oh, okay. you can't wear yeah. your mitt everywhere. I you think, can wear I, Lebrons or I think there's a good chance basketball catches football within the next five years. It depends I would, I would on say. because I think you know f- football has gotten caught up in the political moment where it's right. very you know there's right. you have. Anger on both sides of it. We won't right. go to the politics of it, but they've kind of got caught up in the, the polarization of everything, and you're seeing people from. Also, oh, it is killing its players. Yeah, that, 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 I mean, no, like, that's a great point. Swallow because a lot. Right. because what the the bigger problem for football going forward is young kids aren't playing it at the same rate, right. and some of the more talented people, their parents are telling them play baseball, play basketball. And you're also can make more, you're poised to make more money, I think, in the NBA. Not like the contracts yes. in the sense. And you have right. more power well, as you can play. make you have more, baseball You have too. more power, you can make more baseball, but it's like, A, compared to football, you have less chance of getting hurt, and the contracts are more so guaranteed. And they're guaranteed, yeah. They're all That's guaranteed. where it is as opposed to... But the only argument I have for that is, let's say I'm a great football player, but my parents don't want me to play football because I'm going to get hurt. Yeah, you can't. There's be no great. really guarantee that I'm going to be a great best. basketball player. They could just because you're like Michael Jordan was the greatest of the greats, right? And he went to baseball and couldn't hit a curve, right? Yeah. So he went back to playing. Ba- uh, he went back to playing basketball. I, well, I it think, doesn't necessarily mean that you right. just because you're a great athlete that you could play baseball or because I can't play baseball, I could go to play football. Unless, of course, you're Bo Jackson. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. well I, yeah, right. I think the argument is at an, at a young age, there are people who are really good at both. Right. Right. Like a lot of the, you know, most high schools, they got who is your really good football players, probably your good basketball player, whatever. Right. So I think the argument is more is if you are a multi-sport athlete and you show success in where are you going to more push than one, you, as, your, as the parent, you may push the, the child to, to that. But um, I, before we, we transition, 
you know, I've heard a lot of people talk about Lamar Jackson. Right. You think he deserves a shot to play quarterback in the NFL. I do. I too. like Lamar Jackson. Won the Heisman a couple of years ago. Yep. <clears throat> plays at Louisville. Yep. But they say he's whatever, too thin. Right. He doesn't have, his legs aren't big enough. But I'm like, you know what? Give the guy a shot. Yep. He's going to go to the combine. He's going to have his pro day. Yep. You take a flyer on this guy in the third and fourth round. If he can't cut it as a quarterback, you work him out as a quarterback, then there's a wide receiver to fall back on. But I think a guy like that. With his size, his athletic got, I, mean, he's over, he's, I, I personally think he probably, I think he's going to slide into the, into the first round. May, I think some team's going to be enamored by his ability. He may. But why does he not deserve a shot to play quarterback? I don't understand what the talk is that he can't play quarterback or whatever. I'd say, look, go to the combines, work out at both. Yeah. Say, look, hey, I'm willing to do anything to make the team. Right. I'll play wide receiver too, but I want you to try me right. as a quarterback. But if they get in their minds, the NFL scouts, that he can't play, that's already a strike against you. If they're right. already saying, oh, the kids. But that's a college, bogus strike. It is a bogus Somebody's strike. Somebody's going to give him a shot at quarterback. I, somebody will. And I tell you, and I don't like the Cowboys, but I think he would go to, if he went to the Cowboys, they could sit him because yep. he's young, work on. Let him get bigger. Let him develop. They took the flyer on Jalen Smith when he had the torn ACL, MCL. He sat out for a whole year. Let him work out. They've got Prescott. Let him sit with the Cowboys. I don't like him, but I could see that being a team that would take a lot of What's that? I was going to say, why would that? Because I don't know too much about farming like a quarterback. When you have Prescott, who is young, and he's not going to take over for Prescott because they're relatively young, why would you just... Have him mentor him and then try to trade him. Because well, like, how would you? You wouldn't you could, have him eventually. You could see how good he is. He going to develop And he's also kind of fits the mold. That Prescott's a bigger guy, stronger guy, but he's very mobile. So let's say he got hurt for a couple of games. You know, I don't wish right. anybody get hurt, whatever. But this guy could come in and maybe take over, run a little bit more than pass. He's not going to be your full time quarterback. But you can, you've got a guy in that mold that is like a run-pass option that they have. Now it's the big RPO thing they talk about. He can maybe fit in that mold to try to learn under that system, not rush him because you get him for four or five years. Now if he's given agents. that option, like let's say that is an optional, like you can come to this team, like try whatever, like be your quarterback. Or you can do that. Or he can be a starter as a wide receiver on this team. What do you think the kid would do? Well, well he wants to play quarterback. And he wants to play quarterback, and I think he deserves a shot to play. You know where it might be a good spot for him? Denver. Denver needs a quarterback. They really don't have anybody. They run a very run-heavy system. Yeah, but Denver's you know? going to take, uh, take one of the, these guys in the first round. They're going to yeah. either take Mayfield or, or – or, or, But I think or, there's an argument to be made that – his upside is much better than these guys, right? If Lamar, if you get the best out of Lamar Jackson, well, you know why? With his size, speed, athleticism. Because people are already saying that he's not good enough to, he's not good enough to uh, play quarterback. So his upside is going to be better right away because these guys are all picked to play quarterback, right? You know, so when you've got a guy that's saying he should be wide receiver, he's not going to make it. If he does anything, he's going to be better than. Rosen or Darno, they're always going to. How much of this though is because like he's a running quarterback and people are afraid of him getting hurt? That's and, it. And, and he's, short life. And he's not that big. He's, he's slight. Not a big so he's dude. he's in the mold of an RG three. Right. But if you could catch lightning in the bottle with him, like RG three was really good before he got hurt. Right. RG three was very good before he got hurt. But, but he Russell was, Wilson's had success in the league and he runs around. Right. He but does. he knows how to get down. Cam I don't know. Right? I Cam mean, he's Newton. more mobile than most. Yeah, Cam and plus Cam Newton's 6'5". Yeah, yeah, that's the built. difference. You know Cam Newton saying? is much thicker. And Cam Newton pays for that because yes. he doesn't – like, I've seen some quarterbacks get hit not nearly as hard as Cam Newton, and they're calling penalties on the defense for that. I've seen Cam Newton get 
held up and bammed, and they say, well, he's running, it's his fault. You know what I mean? So he doesn't get the penalties that called against him. But he is a big, big dude. So um, I think he deserves I think Lamar uh, I think he, he does, too. I think he does, too. Now, we have uh, just one Me more too. segment to go. We got to go to our... Uh, well, let's go with the FBI, with the, with well, the college basketball. Well, do you want to do that before, or do you want to do Let's do it quick. That? Let's do it quick. Okay. okay. So, so what do you think? Well, let's... Get, get, with the new FBI investigation, we right, have a couple sure. minutes. Uh, Sean new, Miller. With the new yeah. FBI investigation in college basketball, where does it rank as far as in the breadth of all college scandals? And is this going to bring fundamental change to the NCAA? I think it's going to bring some changes to it, but we've known about this for such a long time of what's going on in college athletics. This just has the first time you've got a coach on tape. Yeah. Question from what they're saying. Yeah. For the listening audience, what is the, what what is right. the scandal? So, what, what happened? Well, the thing is, this coach, there was an FBI investigation that the head coach of the University of Arizona is on a wiretap discussing giving a recruit a $100,000 payment to play for the school. So that is obviously... No, no. Now, there's different degrees, like what's going on now with the Me Too movement, there's different degrees of harassment and things like that. So to compare it to, that, not comparing how bad that is the Me Too movement, but saying... If I sit down, I'm a parent. I sit down and have a meal with an agent. That's an NC violation, NCAA violation, if I don't pay for half the meal. Right. So that to me, if I want to get You're an talking agent, about the coach. It's a violation if the coach pays for the meal, if, right? Well, or an agent pays for a meal. Right. And they find out that your kid, that agent may be steering your son to go to not only his agency, but to this school. Yeah. Okay. So that to me isn't as big as a... This type of thing where they're saying, we're going to give you $100,000 to go to this school. Now, especially a coach on a tape. Now, what Louisville happened a couple of years ago with Louisville where they had escorts Mm -hmm. being brought in. We heard about that. That brought down. The head coach had to resign. The, you know, they had the athletic director left. They had issues there with that. So there's scandal we know has always happened on a way to get a kid to come to your school. And it always seems to be basketball or football because no one's going to really push to get the big golfer to come to your, your right. golf team. Because right. these are your biggest revenue ones. Right. So these are big revenue new, new sports. But they have to have some type of thing where they can work, I think, with, with college basketball and, and college football to work closer with the NFL and the NBA. To say, well, how are we going to stop, like, all this money being funneled in and maybe we can work together, have a... Simple solution: pay the fucking athletes. Well, you could pay. That's pay one way. The do fucking it. athletes. But you can't. This is why this happens because the athletes aren't paid, so they get paid in shady ways. And right. what, what's garbage is this is a professional enterprise where you have coaches making millions of dollars at, in, at academic right. institutions, making millions of dollars. The players get nothing. So of course. This thing is going to go on. Yeah, but how much would be enough, though, to pay them? Well, you had some good ideas when we were talking. Yeah. Let them sell the right the merchant. For example, if you're an athlete and your jersey's sold, you should get proceeds from that. Why can't an athlete sign with an agent? They're go make these guys who are going to Arizona and these other big programs. They're going there to go to the fucking NBA. Right? Why can't they have an agent and set themselves up that way? Right? right? Like if you're and we've talked about this. If you're, let's say you go to Stanford and you're a great coder, right. they have no problem if you go work for a big tech firm. Right. That's good for the institution. It's good for them. 
They produce them. Why can't these guys get paid by a the college, but be a shoe deal like you were talking right. about? I think that'd be the better way to go because if you have a great athlete in in, in basketball and they're selling his jersey, or because schools, maybe you guys don't know whatever, like like school X, let's say, has a contract with Nike. Yeah. Right. So that means the kids have to wear Nike sneakers. Right. They have to wear the uniform. The uniforms that they're Nike, they don't care about. But if I don't want to wear it, if I'm a great player, and I know I'm getting drafted in the first round, why do I have to wear Nike? Why can't I make a deal? Because I'm going to the NBA, and they're willing to pay me. Why can't I get money from Under Armour to wear their sneaker? Or Adidas to wear their sneaker? Why do I have to? Because the school's getting money from like Reebok or Adidas or whatever. To, not that Reebok's going to have that money, you know, but they're <laughs> making the wrong one. BK Knights. You know, or, or Lonzo Ball, uh, you know. Yeah. Big baller Big brand. Ball Big baller brand, brand you know. baby. So, so that's my, my point. They should be able to get some money. If yes. I don't want I don't want to wear Nike. Because what I'm doing by doing that is I'm giving the school and Nike, they're getting free advertising because I'm wearing it. No, it's, it's Why shouldn't I be able to pick? That, I think it's in that garbage. case they should be. The, the twelfth player or the fifteenth player on the team in basketball doesn't matter. But if I'm a first round pick, I'm a guaranteer like Markel Fultz last year for Washington, right? Yep. Number one pick in the draft. Yeah. Why do I have to wear a sneaker now? If I choose to wear Nike and Nike wants to pay me for wearing it, that's fine. But if I if if I can get a better deal from under Armour, then why can't I wear Under Armour sneakers? Why do I have to wear what the school gets? They're already getting paid, and then they're getting paid on top of it because you're buying my jersey. Kids see me wearing those sneakers, so they're going to go out and buy them. That's yeah. not... Well, why does the NCAA take such a hard... Like, why do they hate this so much? Why are they... Because they would lose power. Like, they, they're, 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 afra- they're afraid... Really they're afraid that they'll... Like, most of the... They're afraid that they would lose their power. And I think it's such gar- – like there's no more corrupt institution in the country than the NCAA. They're profiting off of, let's just be honest about it, young black kids in football and basketball. And the money that those kids bring in go to the institutions and they go to the, the coaches. So in college – and Jay, I was listening to Jay Billis on the way and he made a great point that basically the, the – the college basketball and football have become the minor leagues of the NFL, right? There is no minor, there is no right. minor leagues, right. so they right. go from there to them. But he made a great point and said they're not minor leagues because you got Nick Saban in college football making, what, eight, ten million dollars a year? That's pro. This is pro-level stuff. Right. So these guys get all the money. These kids get nothing, and these kids are going to college. They're making all this money for the institution. If they get hurt... That's their career. And by the way, these kids aren't going to class because, look, okay, with all the time they have to spend in practice Mm -hmm. and watching film and traveling, sure, you say they get a free education. They're not getting a free education because if their whole time is spent in practice and if they get hurt, they lose everything. Right. And the, the institution's fine, and I think it's I think it's bogus, and, and I think I think the NCA should be abolished, and we should figure out a new system because this is ridiculous. And, and this this system that's so corrupt now, what this and it, I think you made a wise a good comparison with the Me Too movement because it started yeah. as probing small aspects of corruption, right. and now right. we're seeing hundreds of thousands of dollars. You got coaches on wiretap. 
Right. You know, like with the Me Too movement where you have people from, you know, whether it's Al Franken to groping to Harvey Weinstein. You have right. major problems. Reasons. And I think in both systems you need widespread change. Right. The NCAA Absolutely. has to make, like, like, look, if I want to go out for a meal and I'm gonna, it's, it's 100 bucks and I, if it's 100 or less, I don't have to pay. If it's more than that, I have to pay. If I want to go out with an agent and I'm a parent, let me – it's not like – if I'm going to be that corrupt and do those type of things, it, you're not going to stop it regardless. Right. You've got to look at the bigger picture of something like what's going on where this coach is throwing $100,000 to players. Right. Then, in essence, the NCAA want, doesn't want you paying players, but under the table – if you don't get caught, so you know if this guy, what do you think, this is the only coach doing it? That's the thing. This, this is the only guy? He, he's the iceberg. This is the, exactly. Like in the Me Too movement when it, we found out about Harvey Weinstein or whoever it was, and then right. the dam broke. Ronan Farrell got Harvey yeah. Weinstein, right? Yeah. Right. When he got him and the dam broke on this thing, you don't think this is going to happen in college basketball? Because they're probing, aren't I they probing Duke and they're probing yeah. everybody, UNC all the big programs. But what this is they, going. This is every. This is happening but I mean, everywhere. What, what's the degree of it? I mean, you know, right, look, right. What's the degree? If, if you're paying kids under, giving them a hundred thousand dollars to go to your school, that means, and this kid is probably going to be. And I can't think of the name. And of I'm not against the kid doing that. I'm yeah, against the yeah. fact that these kids aren't getting paid to begin with. Yeah, they're so making Andre Ayton, who is going to go, is a great basketball player anyway for Arizona. Right. So this kid is only probably going to be there for a year, two years maximum. So you're paying this kid $100,000 to come to your school for the one year to win you that championship? Is he wrapped up in this now? Is this kid going to see problems because of this? This kid played last night and played really well. Yeah, Arizona fun, lost Some teams are going to pick him up. I think yeah. it's the system. that Well, yeah, he yeah, didn't coach last night. But here's the crazy thing, and I know we're running short no, on time here. But his contract pays him, if he gets fired with cause... $10.3 million. If he left the school or got fired for not, like, just being a bad coach, he'd only get $5.15 million. So this guy made a deal with the school that if I did something wrong, you're going to pay me more for for doing that. They incentivize this shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, it pays him approximately $10.3 million if he's fired with cause which is twice as much as we were fired without cause. This is not a collegiate enterprise. This is a professional enterprise. It's a billion-dollar industry. It's human trafficking in a way. Of course it's it like, is. Well, like it's like we're saying, trading to on To your point person. earlier, you didn't like bring it up here, but you're saying it uh, to us, like how it's mainly like people of color, you know, basketball, football, like doing that, and they're funding, like they're doing that. There's schools are getting millions, right. like, millions of dollars. And they're funding, ooh, lacrosse, or, like, softball, or golf, or, like, skiing, or whatever. Right. So they're funding things that, like, you know, everybody's going to the school watching it for the college football player, the right. college basketball player, who's seeing none of the money. Well, what but that $100 million you're making, oh, now we have a great golf What they'll program. do, though, Thanks, buddy. they'll say, though, the, the schools, oh, we're going to have to cut certain programs. Of course. We won't cut. We'll have to evenly cut. Like, we're going to cut men's golf. We have to cut women's golf. Because right. you have the title, and you have to get. But if certain schools... Say we can't afford these sports anymore. We're going to get rid of them because we're going to pay our athletes now. That's how they'll try to get around. It. Yeah. And then how much do you pay? Whatever. Well, but I'm saying if if you're good with getting a shoe deal, let the kid get a deal. I, why can't that happen? Phone. That's a, I think that's a happy medium. Why? Because this is a market enterprise. This is a this is a again a billion dollar 
billions oh, of dollar industry where you have Nick Saban making six million, seven, eight think about million. For, um, basketball alone. Think about all the betting and all this other made oh, March God. Madness. Just yes, alone. Of course. Think about all the the brackets, all the billion dollar challenge. Get the perfect like think of the money right. that's made in that month just because of uh, like non page college athletes just playing yeah. basketball. And, and the coaches are doing this. Shittiness. Yes, we're Which of is, course. Well we've always had been. So I that's know. it. But if there's money to be made, there's money to be made. But they don't, if you don't have to pay somebody, their issue or their argument is he's getting a scholarship and college basketball players are coming here for one year if they're really good and they're going anyway. Mm-hmm. So because they have the rule that you have to play the, the one, one year done. before you can go to the NBA. Now if the NBA wanted to raise it till twenty, not nineteen, they'd be facing a lot of nonsense too, like you can't yeah. Or could a kid come right out of high school and play if he wanted to? That's the other. No, when they talk about getting rid of the one and done rule, because I've heard that being thrown around, they're talking about adding a second year. They're talking about you don't have to go to college at all. Or is that both uh, options being? That, I don't know the specific talks around that, but I, I know it you used have to, to play be two years to make it raise it to I, twenty where you have to I think to that's go. what they're. Yeah, I think they want you to stay. They for want more you to stay years. for another year because the school again, the school wants a second year of money of from this amazing talent, right? So you know, I mean, this is a big say. story though. It's going to continue. Oh yeah, this is this is the tip of the iceberg. Bob, sorry, what were you saying? But that being said, basketball and football bring money into the school, right? Like that's okay. Correct. Why are we giving out scholarships for golf? Or track and field, or friend. like who the hell cares that this kid's right. playing golf? And that's the like, thing. Maybe it's cut like, that shit. They out. try to they, uh, like. Well, the thing is, you have to have a certain amount of pro. It, then it, get rid of them all. But it advances your ability to come to that school, though. Right. So they're getting the students. And I, see, that's the problem. There, I'm right? not against that. I'm not saying get rid of these athletic programs. What I don't like about it is the fact that the NCAA is propped up. Basically, by two sports that fund everything, basketball and football, that predominantly black, and that funds everything else. And I just don't like the feeling of that. I think the fact that everybody's feeling. getting but you know rich why? off these no, kids. Yeah, you know why? Stupid. But they can't make money. And then the punishments are always take away the titles. That's punishing the kids who won the title. Right. These coaches, like you just said with Sean Miller, he gets $10 million if he gets fired. Right. Right. And the players get their... Their awards taken away from their 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 wins taken away from them. They had to forfeit wins at certain schools That's because awful. They, it is terrible. Because I won the game, they did it at Notre Dame. Remember, yeah. they found out that championship season. Yeah, they said, "Oh, some guys were uh, ineligible, and they played that season, so those wins are taken away from you." But we won those games. It yeah. didn't matter. You know what I mean? You can't but go back can't, and take and it like away. Like you're saying, when you can't give the kids like anything, they don't get anything at all. The least, like the littlest thing you give them is the gratification of the win. You say you have it. Here's your right, title. And they take that And then that's the only thing they so take So they're penalizing away. the athlete and the coaches could still maybe go on to another place. And, and yeah, the, co- the coach is fine. If he does this, why you go, oh, I'm going somewhere else. And in a year or two, when it winds down, nobody will care. But you know yeah. what? They'll never get rid of some of those sports, though, too, Zach, because, like, Wake Forest, Arnold Palmer went to Wake Forest and played. And you know how much money he gave back to that school? That's though? true, right. Oh, okay. And I'm only picking out that. No, yeah, no. But there's some guy, like, golfers that are very loyal to the Ricky Fowler, went to Oklahoma State, right. gives a ton of money back. I'm, I'm, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But these guys are, it's good for the school. Hey, we've got a big donor, or we've got big donors. Like, this guy's going to give, my kid wants to play golf. Okay, he can come here and play golf. Right, give you and college grand. is still a great, look, college opens the doors of opportunities for everybody. And right. I'm, I'm not, and, and. Does and, it really, though? <laughs> maybe <laughs> not some of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say a little like. But, 
No, college, I think, for the most part, is a great experience. And, and, and it's tough, right? Like, I don't want to cut all of these programs. I just don't think a lot of it's fair. And I think they should be on. I think especially basketball and football should be honest about what they are. A, they're monopolized systems where the NBA and the NFL, they're in, they're in open collusion with the NBA and the, and the NFL that they're pipelines of talent. And they each have a stake in keeping the system the way it is right. because you go to these schools, you get pumped up to the next level, and you're kind of fine yeah. taking place with because that. like I was saying with open collusion, isn't it a thing that Magic Johnson, LeVar Ball, didn't they get like fine because of how he was always talking about like how great – didn't he get a fine, Magic Johnson, because well, of how – He got fine for something Everybody like knew that. that he was going to go to the right. Lakers before he went to the Lakers because it's – And again, thing. I'm not mad at the players. No, I'm not mad at the players. I think either, the players – like, Everybody's getting money knowledge. in this but the players. I have a problem with that. No, I yeah. have a big problem. Well, speaking to that point, the NBA came down with a rule now that you can't talk about any player. Yeah. Regardless if he's under contract, free agent, whatever, during the season, and what, because Magic got, uh, they said, look, no matter how good you think a player is, you can't even say now that Steph Curry is great if you work for the Lakers. Wow. Right. But Magic can't go and say, man, that Steph Curry is great. But that's, isn't that it's, weird? That, that, but that's going the over that's the line so again. Over so it's line. like what we do is we we can't just find the the common ground. Well, cause it Why can't a, a, a coach or a one team or an owner or say or GM say, wow? He's a great player. We'd love to have a guy I, I like if, that uh, on our team. I wonder if Greg Popovich is going to get fined because just today, honestly, right before we even did this, he came out and said, "Oh, I love LeBron for you know using his platform to do all this." Like he played, right. he was right. praising LeBron. I think like, he's too because he's, he's a social he's media guy. You put right, but if you say, exactly. "Oh man, I'd love to have LeBron on my team," you could talk about his social media presence, but if you talk about his skills on the court and a coach, right. you're going to get fined right. just because he's not in the Spurs. That's absolutely ridiculous. Who wouldn't want LeBron James on their team? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg Popovich, you want LeBron but James? Doesn't want to look LeBron. like you're you're, you're recruiting trying to this guy to come right. here. Working No, but, but the NBA of all the sports, the players have the most power. I mean, this is a thing we could talk about. This this corruption, we could talk into the next episode. There's going to be more shit. Baseball more. too, because they want to get that clock put in. And yeah. Major League Baseball said, players said, you're not putting a, a pitch clock in. So there's certain things you can only visit the mound a certain amount of times. So that union and the NBA union is much stronger than the NFL. Oh, yeah. by sure, by by far. And we only have we a can, few yeah, we can we can this conversation we is huge. We can go this next time. This, this needs to be brought up a lot. Oh, absolutely. But I, I want to just get into the Academy Awards. Oh, okay. I can. We're going to get here. back in the the swing of it. All right. Who do we got? All best right, picture. So best best picture. We got. We, we're going to start with best picture. I'm going to list them out. Have you seen any of these pictures? Do, do we say what our favorite is, or well, after I give after I give the nine nominees, you guys tell me have you seen them? What do you think is the best? Call me by your name. My name is Steve. Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get that. Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Well, that's probably going to win, right? That's, three that's one three, everyone. That's one everything. If, if it's basically mind, like Golden Globe, SAGs. They kind of all Have match up. Have you seen any of these pictures, Mike? I'll start with you. I've I mean, seen Get Out. I, what? I've seen Get Out. Uh, yeah, well, Get Out's on, like, Netflix now or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw, I saw Get, Get Out. Out. I like Get Out a lot. Get Out and, and uh, Dunkirk, I saw. You saw Dunkirk? So, wait, Dunkirk was up? Oh, yeah. Is Nolan, the best up, picture. Is Nolan yeah. up for Best Director? He is. He is. Yes, okay. he is. Christopher I, I love, love, love Dunkirk. I, I think well, Dunkirk. Well, we know that. I mean, yeah, like, obviously I'm in the tank for Dunkirk, but I know that Dunkirk has no chance. It's not Dunkirk. No, isn't Darkest Hour the one about Churchill? Yes, but it's about, like, if you watch Dunkirk and Darkest Hour together, you'll know what the hell's happening at Dunkirk. 
Like his darkest hour is just the darkest hour speaker. is after Dunkirk, right? No, it's it's about it's during, they're both during Dunkirk. It's yeah, it's about the evacuation gotcha, of Dunkirk because okay. it's it was Britain's darkest hour because they got their ass kicked and they had to evacuate Dunkirk. Right. So have you seen any of these nominated? Get out. Just get out, just Michael. Get out. You saw it. I saw get out. Yeah, too. Dunkirk. Get out, Dunkirk. I'm a big I, history guy too. I'd love to see Dunkirk. Okay, and, uh, so what we'll do is I'll we'll come back and you guys give me your picks. We'll do all the the first five because I know we're running short on time. Yeah. Okay. Lead actor. Denzel what? Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Oldman. Yeah. He's going to win. Daniel Kaluva, Kalua. Kalua. Might, forgive me. Daniel Day-Lewis. And Timothy Chalamet for Call Me By Your Name. I, I think like it's going to be obviously going to be. No, I, well, I, I think, think it's going to be what's his name from. Well, uh, you guys say, yeah, you both think Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. I, I, I just think Daniel Day-Lewis, because it's like, didn't he say it's like his last movie? Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, every time he's nominated, he wins, right? He's like, he's Meryl Streep. Has he. Has he he's ever lost being nominated right. for Best Actor? What? Has he lost any time he's ever yeah, been? Yeah, he's, he's lost. I think he lost for Gangs in New York. I don't think he won for Gangs in New York. Oh, he, he was nominated lost, for I Gangs in New York? I, I didn't know was, that. Yeah. I don't think he's won every single time, but he, he won for um, My Left Foot. How are we on? For, he, for this. He, and, he um, won for Lincoln. He Lincoln. won for My Left Foot. And I think he won for There Will Be Blood, right? I'm not sure. I really I'm think he'll sure. win it just because he's making headlines. It's the same it's thing. His last one. We don't know if he won that, and I don't know if John Mattel won it. No, I, ch- I, he, he did I, not. I didn't want to interrupt, but no, no, he no. did not. I didn't. I, but he, he did. Was he, it was it the he, Esposito no, trade? No, it was the Esposito trade. Went Thank to the Bruins. I got half of it. Yeah, and we'll get back to it right now. Really, all that except he just didn't win. Thank you. Thank you. What were you going to say, now, Zach? Did I? Uh, I, I think Gary Oldman's going to win it, but I do think that this year the, the Oscars, more than anything, it's like it's it's it wants to remain relevant. So I don't know; they might give it to the guy from uh, Get Out, who's uh, Daniel Kaluuya. No, I mean, you've got I some pretty. Good, I don't think he's going to win you've it. You got some strong but, actors here, though. You got Daniel yeah. Day Lewis and Denzel Washington. That's a, are, that's uh, a, that's two right off the top. That's Those are you know, let's Ruth and Gary. I would though. love yeah. for it to go to the guy uh, Kaluuya. What's his name? I would love for it to go to him. But that I was a great performance. I'm glad the Oscars did. Well, that. I didn't think they were. Just like everything that that guy does, like I, he was in Black Panther. I thought it was great. I mean, he didn't have Black Mirror, which I thought was amazing. Black Panther. 20 seconds apiece. I haven't seen it yet. Was it great? Uh, you want you go? Uh, Black Panther is great. It's it, it fixes Marvel's villain problem. It's yeah. really fun. It's its own standalone movie. It's just perfect. Go see it. Yeah, I was saying the same thing. It's the, definitely the best movie like Marvel has done that's not like an Avenger type thing. It stands alone. You don't need to know anything about any of the other movies. It really holds itself up like the villain... Best villain in Marvel, like I'll say. Well, I think the bad. strongest actor to play a villain, Michael B. Jordan. Well, not actor. even like the strong. I mean, they've had great actors. That's true. It's like true. he's the first villain where he's not just oh, generally bad. Like you watch him, and I'm like rooting for him sometimes, like because what he's talking about is real. And this is the only thing. It's great standalone, but the only thing I want to bring in box office. It more already made more money than Justice League has in its three wow. month run. In its second week alone, not even counting its first weekend, its second week alone already made more money than Wonder Woman made in its entire run. It is uh, made more money than The Force Awakens and can beat out The Avengers for the mo- for the most money a Marvel movie has ever made. It, on pace, it might. Wow. So, like, I'm all for Black Panther. Kendrick Lamar wants to be in the sequel. I'm I'm very for it. The soundtrack is top the charts. I'm cool. happy. Yeah, is around. this the same groups that make the Iron Yes, so this is in DC Comics. No, so no, DC no, Comics yet again is no. I'm, out. So, I'm saying like yeah. compared to the, in, the, in four days, this movie has made more than Justice League made in three months in, in the whole entire time. Damn. So maybe we'll be talking about these guys next year for some. Maybe. Maybe. I hope. Chad, all right, so Chad, all right, we got lead, lead actor. I think it's going to be Oldman. I say Oldman. 
You say Daniel Day? I said Daniel Day-Lewis. Who do you got? Uh, you know what? I was thinking along, Mike, to be honest with you. It's hard to vote against Daniel Day-Lewis, but if you go by every other thing that's been done from the Golden Globes on, right. it seems that you just... I'm not picking... I'm not saying he's not I'm better. Picking like, I'm picking who I think is going to win. You're thinking who... No, I think Daniel Day-Lewis is going to win, but I want the dude from Get Out to win. Right, yeah, I want the dude from Get Out. I had to watch Get Out again, because I didn't really like that movie that much. I, I, don't uh, know I think you'll have to rewatch it. All right, so lead actress? Lead actress is Sally Hawkins, The Shape of Water, Francis McDormand, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri, Margot Robbie, I, Tanya. Now, I'm going to screw up her first name, Saroos. Sarah's Ronan. Sarah's Ronan for Lady Bird. Sarah Sharon. Ronan. Sarah Sharon. Man, I butchered that one big time. And Mer- <laughs> I'll get this one right. Meryl Streep. The oh, Pope. Meryl she's Street. up again. No, it's it's going to go to um, yeah, Meryl Streep's up again. Francis McDormand. I think it's going to be McDormand as well. It's just like with she's three three again, I'm just picking based I, yeah. on the way it's going to win. I haven't so seen any of those movies, so I really don't have a dog in this fight. But I just say, just by track record, how do you go against like Daniel Day Lewis, Meryl Streep? Yeah, that's yeah, fair. it could supporting, be. But I don't think she'll supporting actor. Supporting actor Willem Woody Dafoe. Harrelson, right? Willem Dafoe, Woody Harrelson, Richard Jenkins. Christopher Plummer and Sam Rockwell. I'm going Woody. I'm going Sam Rockwell. Uh, He's won everything. Oh, Wait, Rockwell's won everything. Rockwell's won everything. Uh, Willem Dafoe for the Florida right. project. I'm going Rockwell then. I love Willem Dafoe to win something. I love. Yeah, I like. I like that whole category. The only reason again, like, I can't go for like who I think because I didn't see those movies. I just say Willem Dafoe. Supporting actors. Supporting actors: Mary J. Blige, Mudbound, Allison Janney, I Tonya, Leslie Manville, Phantom Thread. Laurie Metcalf, Lady Bird, and Octavia Spencer, The Shape of Water. Well, I'm rooting for Mary J. Big fan of Mary J. Blige, but if I had to go by that's everything, circulating, that's right. I think circulating. Did I get that? I think it's likely to be Allison Janney. Right? I think so. I mean, if you go by everything else, Allison yeah. Janney's won them all. Again, I, I haven't seen all. I'll tell you, Laurie those. Metcalf and Octavia Spencer are good actresses. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Octavia Spencer. Wasn't great, Octavia but... Spencer? What she in the. The one with the, the maids or whatever, or the help, the help, the help was it? She yeah. was in Hidden yeah, Figures. The maids. Was That's great. the yeah. sequel. Yeah, yeah. No, but maids. she was good in that movie. She was. She, she was really good. In that. She's great. She I was. Such is great. And Laurie Metcalf from Roseanne to now. Yeah, and I oh, know yeah. we're running late. It's like the Academy Awards. Best director: Dunkirk, Christopher Nolan, Get Out, Jordan Peele. Now Jordan Peele is Jordan Peele. 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 He's great. I mean, he's Lady he's Bird, Greta Gerwig, Phantom Thread, Paul Thomas Anderson, The Shape of Water. Guillermo del Toro. Or Guillermo. Who's won everything going up to it? Del Toro's won everything. Everything. So I think del Toro's going to get it. Listen, I saw Shape of Water. Shape of Water isn't a good movie. I don't know if it's... I don't know anymore, but I don't think it's like an Oscar. Like, oh my God. The Shape of Water is... The the woman is a mute. She's a mute. And there's a a guy... There's a sea monster. There's a sea monster. And they fall in love? Basically. Yeah, they fall in love. Oh, yeah. God. So it's like... So it's about Zach's it's like life. It's sci-fi <laughs> wedding dream or something like that. Like, it's, I can't, it's basically, I can't yeah. talk, but he understands me It's anyway. It's an okay movie. And I like Guillermo del Toro. Does she okay teach him sign? Or does he teach her? Not or? really. I, mean, I, I think I would go through Let's just hope Jordan Peele wins. I hope Jordan No, I was going to say Jordan Peele. I would Peele. like Jordan Peele wins. I think that, I think they're going to give it to... If it's not Guillermo del Toro, they're going to give it to Greta Gerwig. Because... You know, like the, the album. I think it's going to be yeah. this Guillermo del Toro. Uh, yeah. I, I want... Greta Gerwig, I'm a big Greta Gerwig fan. Either or. Between... Yeah, she's pretty cool. Who is it? What Chris did she Nolan do before? And I, Peele, you know, Francis I saw... Ha. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, to be honest, I, I love that movie she did with, uh, I think it was Arthur. So it's only one woman. Oh. <laughs> I really liked her. So out of the five, there's only one woman. Well, yes, of course. Direct, what she direct? Lady Bird? Lady Bird. Oh, wait, but why isn't... Uh, I guess I... 
Wonder Woman, I guess. That female director. Well, I thought did that come out? Yeah, yeah, it came out, but she didn't get nominated. I'm gonna say I feel like because she got like a big, she got a big pay raise. They put her on immediately for the second one. I thought that she should be nominated, but I also don't. I don't follow the Oscars at all, so I, I think, don't really know I mean, who was nominated. Technically, I think Dunkirk deserves it because what they did, but they're not. Right. Dunkirk's not going to win anything. All right, that's basically all the time we have. We for had the time. Oscars. Okay. Oh, would you, did you want to do one more thing? Quick? No, no, I just figured maybe Zach would know costume design, but we could do that in another time. That wraps up well, our second. This is the second yeah. episode. Hopefully, we get brought back for the. We third. get brought. Brought yeah. back so again. So what, what do we have to look forward to quick in the next week? What anything or next week or two? What's what's big? The Maybe. Oscars, right? The Oscars, the Oscars are coming up. Well, uh, yeah, the, the combine, the trade, down, 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 and the so combine we'll is uh, this coming week also. So we can okay. talk Play about how that went. And I can't believe I say this, but. Didn't pitchers and catchers? Pitchers and catchers are already there. Tim Tebow coming to the Mets. We will be talking about that. So thanks for listening, and thanks to. Steve, Zach, and Mike for yeah. uh, bailing oh, yeah. me out yet yeah. again. Thanks, On behalf Mom, for of listening. And yeah. thanks, Mom, for listening. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Mom. So, so Mom. ends another adventure of Past is Pride podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. What a hell of a show that was, huh? So what did you think of it? Did you agree with Jim? Because I tell you, I find it super hard to disagree with a man who pays my rent. That's just me. That's all for tonight, folks. Next time... Listen to Jim and the kids try to talk about Hollywood.